This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Beauty and the Beard Podcast. I am Sarah, and we may not have a Woody today because I think he's in a corner crying somewhere. Or... Are you there, buddy? Are you there, buddy? Yeah. It looks, um, it looks like I may have lost a wager, um, because Adam Page did not show up tonight. No, he did not. Um, yep, yeah, wrong. The wrong Adam showed up. The wrong Adam turned up. The right Adam for a lot of people, mm. and in a way, the right Adam for me. But in mm-hmm. this case, this situation, the wrong Adam. I finally. Finally had to let go. Um, what so, do you think? Yep. Adam Page did not win the world title tonight, and um, my profile is probably going to look a little different. He didn't even soon. show up to attempt to win the world title. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. But oh my goodness, though. Oh my oh goodness. My goodness. M- me losing my bet aside, um, <laughs> me losing that was the only bad thing yeah, happened on this pay per view. It was even hard after this show for me to be really sad about losing the bet because holy moly! And it just <laughs> added the cherry onto my cake. I'm sure it's an even I more amazing did. night. I had a cake with no cherry. You had the yep. cake with the cherry. I did. The, the cake's the same. Yours just looked a lot prettier. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> wow! All out. Good night. It, we talked before we started recording, yeah. and I told her I always have reservations about saying something is the best I've ever seen. But man, it's it, it, it's I've seen a lot of pay per views in my years of watching wrestling, and this may very well be the best pay per view I've ever seen. Honestly, yeah, hundred percent. It's 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 at least in the conversation because. Uh, Wow. You're talking about pulling out everything tonight. It it felt like it was one thing after another to make me go insane. It was insane. Uh, Absolutely insane. Yes. And if you're not aware of what we're talking about, this is yeah. your AEW All Out Review, September if you're 5th, not, 2021. If you're not aware of what we're talking about, why did you click on the podcast? Because <laughs> it says it right there. It says it right there. Um Oh, Chicago. This is from Chicago, Illinois, and they got another treat tonight. I'm so jealous for the fans of Chicago. I need to move to Chicago. Apparently, that's the wrestling center of the universe right now. I also just absolutely say, crazy. Those Chicago fans were just phenomenal from start. Yes. To they never, ever dropped. The fans made it even better than it already yeah. was. Um, so before we get into this, man, I just want to jump right into it, but I still have to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our uh, Dynamite Rampage reviews, our Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, 
hand reviews and previews of pay-per-views, including this freaking awesome pay-per-view. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to this podcast at. Yes. yes. We need to make a little note for everybody to understand. Yes. Because you mm-hmm. may be going, huh? I think there's a podcast missing from this selection. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Friday night now has AW Rampage. And True. that is great. And we review it on a Monday. Absolutely. We're yep. happy to do. Mm-hmm. Problem is, going into a pay per view, <laughs> most of the matches that were on that were leading to the pay per view, apart from yeah. one Malachi Black. Malachi Black. Yep. So, going forward, you may not get a Rampage review the Monday after a pay-per-view for this reason, which only means you're only going to miss out on four, yeah. which I don't think is that bad. Yeah. No, and, and it's something I really didn't, and she didn't think of either no. when we were setting up a schedule to do it, because, you know, we, we record the, the Rampage review on Monday. We record a yeah. lot of things on Monday, but we're also having to record the pay-per-view review on monday also so mm-hmm. when we're sitting down to do this we're like well we gotta do the rampage review but really is it is hard to really even because <laughs> with what we just saw and all out yeah it's, it's really hard to then cover what happened a few days before and give it when justice it all kinda, as well yeah because you don't want to go just let's just go through the matches and talk about them blah blah, blah and yeah, not get really excited really about it boring podcast and it's going about 10 yeah. minutes long <laughs> yeah so it's and because about it quality, all just leads yeah, it all leads to this. So it's this is what we're excited about right now. This is what everybody's excited about right now. I don't think anybody's chomping at the bit to hear us talk about Rampage. Because the matches fed into this as well. We will yeah, mention exactly. them with regards to mm-hmm. the matches they led into. It's mm-hmm. just you're not going to get a play-by-play on it. Um, that was all just right. a note. Now we yep. can go. Good call. All right. <laughs> now we, now you ready? You ready? You now sure? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, right, all right. All right. So Sarah. Yes. You ready to talk about All Out? Um, yes, let's go. <laughs> yes. All yeah. right. The buy-in kicked off with the Hardy family office, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2 versus Jurassic Express and the best friends, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassie, and Wheeler Utah. And look, this match was... Every bit as fun as I thought it was going to be. Uh, ton of action. Ton of guys flying every which way. Everybody getting their stuff in. Just a, a good, fun match to get the night really started. And it ended with Jungle Boy defeating Angelico with the snare trap. Uh, but after the match, somebody made their return. The Butcher. The Butcher back. Uh, he Orange Cassidy in the ring. Uh, Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express had already kind of left, I guess. They all came back out uh, for the save. And, uh, I mean, it, like, everybody poured out for the save. They were members of the Dark Order and everything yeah. else. So they made the save, and then there was a giant hug in the middle of the ring afterwards. Everybody was happy, especially John Silver. John Silver I'm looked sorry. so tickled I to screamed. be involved with that. I, I took a picture from my TV as John Silver. Like, seriously, get people that give you hugs, like, that make mm-hmm. you look like John Silver when he got that, because he was, like, <laughs> elated. <laughs> He was he so was. happy. His little face was all like smiley, and it was just, 
It was just a feel good moment because I woke up early. Like I woke up silly early this morning because <laughs> my brain couldn't switch off because like. I turned my notifications yeah. off, but I was knowing really I was hard. knowing that there was no notifications there. I had like about 106. Um <laughs> so so I yeah. was like led in bed. My husband went to work at about half six our time. So I was led mm-hmm. in bed and I was like, I really can't get to sleep. Um I don't want to go down and start watching the pay-per-view just yet. So I watched the buying on my phone. <laughs> And I literally saw this with like very tired eyes, and I was just like, "I'm awake, I'm awake, I've got to go watch it now. That's it, I'm alive." Got me. <laughs> you got me. Wake up the dog. Come on. <laughs> so the buy-in was effective. Uh, for the you, buy-in was right? very effective. I was literally You're like, "Hey, straight up, let's go watch it." I got downstairs, fed uh... the dog, grabbed my juice, grabbed my. Croissants. I had a carb fest watching this entire pay per view. <laughs> I came on like a massive cra- um, carb crash as well after it. Um, but yeah, I was like tuned in from like half seven, <laughs> which is yeah, super excellent. early for me. <laughs> Such a fun way to start the show. Oh, 100%. Um, after this, we got a, a promo of sorts from the luxury box, a luxury box area of the arena, and it was Dan Lambert. And he was with three of his MMA fighters up there. It was uh, Andre Orlovsky, Junior Dos Santos, and Jorge Mazadal. And he was also with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And Lambert was basically saying that all five men are just waiting for his instruction to attack somebody. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be tonight at All Out? Well, we know the answer to that because if you watched All Out, or did, they didn't attack anybody at All Out, as far as we know, it wasn't <laughs> on camera anyway. So, but the point was they're putting that target out there. On, that at some point they're going to pounce on somebody. We don't know who it is or when it's going to happen. Uh, I do hope Lance Archer's paying attention because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was my you know, first thought. He might be the guy. I'm not that bit as into. The MMA guys, as some people might be. I know you're not either. Um, yeah. But it doesn't mean this can't be an interesting story going forward. No, um, and like we've seen quite a few times with AEW, some stories sometimes for both of us start off going, uh, what? But by the time mm-hmm. they get going and they're into like the meaty bit of it, you're like, all right, 100% behind this now. Yeah. And that, that's why wrestling is subjective. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it may not, you know, it may not entice us in to begin with, but this is AEW. They, they literally have a good track record for hooking you in at some point. They do. They do. And just like we just said, they hooked you into this main card with that, that oh. buy-in, and that's that's what we're getting into now. The first match of the main card was oh. Eddie Kingston challenging Miro for his TNT title. What a way and to start, man. After watching this match, I thought, well, that's it. That's going to be my favorite match of the night because <laughs> it was that good. It was such an so awesome good. way to kick off the show. And the story of this was really Eddie's toughness, uh, Miro's yeah. brutality. Like, you know, you, Miro kept getting in um, those attacks, but Eddie kept fighting back. Every time you would think he was down, like you would, you would take punishment, but then he would flip Miro off and slap him in the face and just yeah. wouldn't stay down. It was very gritty. Uh, but towards the end, um, Miro went for the game over and I don't know if it's happened before or not, but, 
Eddie got to the ropes and yeah. got out of the game over. It might have been the first time anybody's gotten out yeah, of the Yeah, I think that's uh, the first NATO. time. A few moments later, Eddie hit his back fist, his spinning back fist. DDT followed that up. The ref was late getting over there because I believe the ref was checking on the turnbuckle that had been ripped off earlier in the match. God, the crowd went ballistic. Yes, it was like a 2.9 count. It was so close. Yeah, you're right. The crowd was hot. They were chanting some things at the ref, which I'm not going to uh. repeat on here. Um, so <laughs> then Eddie tried to throw Miro into the corner without the turnbuckle. And once again, the ref got in the way. I guess technically doing the right thing, protecting Miro from being thrown into the exposed turnbuckle. Uh, but this allowed Miro to hit a low blow on Eddie and connect with a running kick to his face for the knockout blow. One, two, three. Miro retains the TNT title. I can't think? believe this started the entire thing off. This was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Eddie Kingston is like a force of nature. He just met mm-hmm. like a giant tornado instead. Um, <laughs> I, I just the thing with Eddie Kingston is right. Is he's like this like like hard guy type character. Like, he literally, like, that is what he portrays. But he has, like, this such vulnerability underneath it all that he's just striving for the best of, like, out of himself all the time. Yeah. And every time he, like, you know, gets knocked down in the ring or anything like that, he comes back and he keeps pushing forward. And I was literally watching this going, in a sense... Take the violence out. <laughs> but in a sense, he's such a good uh-huh. role model for just perseverance. Yeah. And you, you, yeah, I get you, what you're saying. You can you can have like this big, like, you know, macho bravado and all that type of stuff. But as long mm-hmm. as deep down you're still like a human being, then yeah. it works. And that was the that was the complete contrast in this match was between Eddie and Miro, not just the fact that, you know. Miro's ginormous. Um, yeah. But the fact that Miro is a brawler, but his character has no heart with it. Where Eddie is a brawler with so much heart. And yep. he's such... Like, I've said to you mm-hmm. quite a few times, like, I, I struggle sometimes with like life in general. But like watching Eddie, mm-hmm. I was generally like, he just keeps going. Yep. And I was just like, yep. I just gotta keep going. <laughs> I just got to keep it, going. It's more of, it's like a, it's without the speed, it's more of like a grounded version of Darby Allen in a way yeah. of, yeah. of where it's just scrappy yeah. underdog um, without the dark shroud of, you know, of the enigma that is Darby mm-hmm. Allen, but at, 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 at their roots, it's the same type of, of story to where, mm-hmm. They fight from underneath and everything, and it it feel like it feels like it mirrors their real life situations where mm-hmm. they're constantly fighting against the odds and mm-hmm. and that's that's what you yeah. want in a match. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's 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 a it's a good and I get what you're saying with a role model. It's like yeah, yeah. Let's take the violence out of it, that kind of yeah. thing. Don't hit people, uh, kids. It's also with like Eddie the bravado, the macho bravado over is protecting that soft. You know, yes. yep. like exactly center. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like 
but he he brings it out at like the most incredible times though. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Sammy Guevara did a vlog Q and A at the fan fest. This is completely off topic, mm-hmm. but this makes sense. And <laughs> okay. um, Eddie Kingston turned up, and everyone was like, "Oh, like you know," started messing about with Marco Stunt and stuff. And he walked off, and then he came back on, and he just said, "I just want to say, we lost a great person, obviously Daphne." He said, mm. "And um, if you ever, you know, are struggling, people care about you. Reach out and you know, help out." And like he's got an applause. Yeah. He said, no, "Don't clap me. It's serious." And that yeah. is what I'm saying when I say that he's got this, you know, vulnerability and this like, you know, yeah. big heart underneath this big macho bravado. Is he? Yeah. He's human and he gets it. Just it's he doesn't real. show it in yeah. everything, but. When you no. get their moments with Eddie, they are truly like get you right in your feelings, and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons like I'm completely drawn to him. Yeah, just a great guy. Uh, yeah, a great guy that that, that anybody can get behind. One hundred percent. Yeah, and I think it's it's that soft side that maybe only his mom sees sometimes. You know, <laughs> only Ruthie really really knows. Oh, but every now and then. I every now and then we get a gl- at like New York. Yeah. I want to see it. Every now and then we just get a glimpse of that, and I think that that is great. I wanted to bring uh, Eddie in the van like Sue does, and like <laughs> hand him his boots and everything. <laughs> Have fun, Eddie. And Mox to go. Go get him. Thank you, Ruthie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh God. Speaking of Moxley. Speaking of Moxley. Moxley, the GCW champion. Moxley. I know. Um, and he was repping that tonight. This was Shitoshi Kojima versus John Moxley. Wow. Yeah. The the Moxley came out in the GCW hoodie to the crowd. That's the first yeah. thing I noticed. I was like, Whoa. I know. I was like, oh, okay then. <laughs> How about that? I know we've talked about Moxley and how he could be showing oh. some heel tendencies uh, right from the get-go because, you know, uh, Kojima extended the hand and Moxley flipped him off. Yep. Um, so right down to business. Uh, but just heavy hitting what we expected from this match uh, from start to finish. I mean, they they got brutal with some, some stiff punches and kicks. There were dueling chants for both guys, which was yeah. great. Uh, because that crowd really got into Kojima. But in the end, it took two paradigm shifts for Moxley to to feel confident that Kojima was not going to get back up. And that's how he put him away. Moxley got the win in the end afterwards. His nightmare began. Holy moly. (laughs) Holy moly, yeah. But it was beautiful, though. New Japan's Minoru Suzuki arrived, and the look on Moxley's face... (laughs) Honestly, while it was surprised at first, mm. feel the adrenaline, the the excitement run through his veins because I think this is what he wants. He wants that uh, forbidden door to be fully open, and it opened tonight, and Suzuki walked through it. Uh, and after trading like a series of shots back and forth, uh, Suzuki caught Moxley in a rear naked choke, and he spiked Moxley mm. with a pile driver to end this. Yeah. Wow. Your thoughts? I just, I literally watched this match and I had my croissant in my hand <laughs> and I kind of held it without eating it until the end of his entire segment. 
<laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> and all the time, my dog's looking at the croissant going, are you eating that or am I eating that? Because that's the full Drop croissant. it, drop it, drop it. Drop um, it, drop it. <laughs> this was an amazing match. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh, every time Mox gets in that ring, I'm astounded at, you know, what he does. Like, still to this day, like, he is literally one of, like, my favourite wrestlers ever. Um, And I could literally go on and on and on about how fantastic he is, but we would literally be here till about next week. <laughs> um. <laughs> True story. But when Suzuki's music hit, you could just see Mox go, no, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, and then Excalibur said basically what you said, the forbidden door has been blasted open. Um, yeah. So I think definitely those rumours of the other place and New Japan working a little deal yeah. out were really false. Um, gone. 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 Um, so yeah, so and the match between Suzuki and Mox is going to be in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> it is, yes. Oh, Moxie's homecoming is going to be. And guess uh, who gets to watch awesome. it the day after on her birthday? On your birthday, <laughs> on your birthday, you get Moxley versus Suzuki. In Mox's homecoming, it's it's meant to be. It's, it's absolutely meant to be. Thank you, Tony Khan. I love it. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> Fantastic timing, especially uh, yeah for you. Yep, good it's stuff. My, good it's stuff. my birthday present from Tony Khan. Like it is. Like, it's almost like he knew. Ages. We've been talking for mm-hmm. ages. Like, he was like, "What do you want this year?" I was like, "Well." I mean, mm. you took the title off him, dude. Like, I wasn't happy about that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, I don't mind that. That's fine. All right. So, the next match was the women's title match between Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. Um, loved it. Loved it. The ladies just stepped uh, up their game. Both did. 100%. Um, this was my favorite Statlander match, period. Mm-hmm. But in the end, look, the ending was phenomenal because they're in the corner. This was kind of a, um, I guess, a, a nod to how the show was going to end. Baker hit a Pittsburgh sunrise. Yep. Hello, Adam Cole. Adam Cole calls it the Panama sunrise. Uh, so <laughs> she hit a Pittsburgh sunrise for a near fall. Followed that up with a curb stomp, then locked on the lock jaw and Statlander finally tapped out. Rip Baker retained in an absolutely amazing match. Love uh-huh. every minute of this. But yeah, that 100%. Pittsburgh Sunrise, though, that was like a oh, You could hear the crowd buzzing as she yeah. started climbing to that. Oh, I was like, oh, it's great. So how'd you like and this one? This was like, seriously, for me, like Chris Statland is becoming one of the best in AEW female wrestlers. Like, she's phenomenal. Absolutely. And I have never realized, like, I have realized, but I've never like probably <laughs> taken note of the fact that she is built and athletic and yes, like phenomenal, like just mm-hmm. insane. Um, also, can we just have like a kind of a side note that Orange Cassidy broke character? <laughs> oh, 
when he was getting Chris Statlander back in the ring he when she was yelling yes. at her. Yes, that was the moment. And like the crowd, the crowd just went crazy. I loved it. Orange Cassidy breaking character was like even a highlight of a like of all out. It was just like yeah. Oh my god! I I I got fired up for that. What? I could imagine. (laughs) He was going crazy. I can imagine Chuck Chuck Taylor sat on the back having like you know a drink or something. And watching it in the back, having a sip, and then like spinning out and pouring it out. (laughs) Where was that when we needed him? (laughs) (laughs) It took Statlander to get him fired up. Where was that Uh, encouragement and enthusiasm when we were losing (laughs) stuff? No, but do it for the alien. (laughs) Absolutely phenomenal. And I love the fact that. It was just that one bit. He then went silent again. Then there was nothing yeah, else. Yeah. It wasn't like he carried on. It was just like yeah. it's just like his brain tripped and he went, Ugh! and then was like, I, "What did I just do?" Uh. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been surprised to see that outburst of energy from him, and then the camera to cut back over, and he's taking a nap by, by the railing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he exerted so much energy. He's he like, yeah, I gotta himself. lay down now. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, he was in a match yeah. to begin with, like, but you know. True, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he they might have shown more energy in that moment than he did the entire match. Exactly. Um yeah. Um he likes also I love Yeah, yeah, he does. I also love the uh the spot in the match where Baker was going doing the little DMD thing in the air and Statlander grabbed her hand and uh, <laughs> made her made Brit boop herself. Love that. Just we knew so there was outraged. gonna be something. She's I know. So outraged. I think we had said, you know, a month ago talking about this potential. Yeah. The boop, the boop would come into play and it did. It was, uh, it was a cool moment. So. Glorious. Gr- great match. Um, after this, we, we saw, uh, Alex Marvez in the back and he wanted to know if Andrade is the reason that Pat couldn't make it uh, to all out. Cause as we know, Pat supposedly has, has been having travel issues, uh, <laughs> since this, Friday, so they brought this into play here of maybe that's a reason that he didn't make it all out. Andrade questioned Chavo, <laughs> and Chavo's response was a bit seemed <laughs> questionable. Yeah, it, it actually it didn't sound like Andrade was in on whatever was going on. Uh, maybe Chavo is causing travel issues behind Andrade's back because mm. Andrade said he wants to have a fight. He came to AW to fight. So he says this Friday on Rampage is going to be Andrade versus Pac. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I misread that. Maybe Andrade is in on all this, but it it just seems I thought, to me I thought that the same maybe, as you, but maybe he is. But it's the way they played it. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Like Pac's going to be human. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I know we were upset that we were we're not going to both looking forward to mm-hmm. this match not necessarily how the story got us here but yeah. just to seeing this match it all out we didn't get it but honestly this show was so good anyways yeah um now we get that I match don't know on where they put it. but i'm looking forward to that match on rampage now that yeah all of a sudden rampage it just <laughs> turned up several that notches seems like a main event on rampage as well ah gotta be gotta be 
So yeah, something to look forward to this Friday, folks. Um, uh, oh, man, okay. This one officially as good as the rest of the show was, and as good as as good as all the other matches were on this show, they were all great. Um, this was my match of the night. Period. It may not have been yours. But this is my match of the night. Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks for the tag team titles in a steel cage. And oh let's God. talk about that Lucha Brothers entrance. How cool is that? <laughs> they were wrapped to the ring with with their headdresses on. That was phenomenal. Oh I mean, God. we should have known after that entrance they're winning. We should have known. Should have known. Wow. Should, I mean, for them to get that entrance. Good night. That was something else. Um you facial hair what's going on <laughs> i literally had to um, like pause the like because obviously i've watched it after but it wasn't live stream for me i had to pause it get up off my sofa go towards my tv on the opposite side and like literally <laughs> put my face on the tv to see what he had done because at first it looked like he just took chunks of hair out of it but when i went closer <laughs> he dyed it blonde he did. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, my daughter, who absolutely loves the Young Bucks, specifically Nick Jackson, because she refers to him as the handsome one. I kid you not. Oh. That's what she. So she saw when they came out, she says, Daddy, I think that something's wrong with the TV. And I looked up. She goes, it looks all blurry on, on, on the handsome one's face. And I said, oh, that's not blurry, baby. It's just, I think it's blind. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she was trying to process what's happening with his face. <laughs> she thought something was wrong with the TV. Uh, just, just great, great work, great work. Um, Seriously, like and, his missus must be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but look, this match just—I don't think I, we can go through this match. This is no, insane. it's hard to—it's hard to even decide where to start. Uh, one spot that was hugely pivotal in it was Cutler tossing in the bag over the top of the steel cage, though. Yeah. And, and that bag was a shoe lined <laughs> with the sole of the shoe lined with thumbtacks, which Penta and Phoenix uh, both eventually <laughs> to, to the face. Penta's was even more oh, God. brutal Penta, because, well, one, their, their masks had been terrific. ripped off. Both their masks had been half ripped by the Bucks. And like Phoenix was on his knees in the middle of the ring, I believe, and uh, Matt was about to super kick him yeah. in the face, and um, Penta like took the bullet. Basically, he got in front of his younger brother to protect him from the from getting kicked, and he's it's when he took that massive shot to the face. Uh, but I mean, after that, I mean, of course, both Penta and and Phoenix were bloody, especially Penta. Uh, at one point, they did get the shoe off of Matt and used it against the Bucks, uh, not to the extent of which it was used against them. Uh, but in the end, Phoenix is on top of the cage. So he's climbing top. We knew this something was going to happen knew eventually. Was scam like this. Yep. Uh, I think it was Nick who tried to climb up there to get him. He was kicked down. So you got all three of the other guys in the ring. Phoenix jumps off the top of the cage with a flying 
crossbody off the top of the cage, takes mm-hmm. out everybody. Penta gets back up pretty quickly, and they hit an assisted package pile driver. And oh my goodness, the roof came off the place because the Lucha Brothers beat the Bucks and are your new AEW Tag Team Champions. I is I love the Young Bucks, but this made me happy. I cannot lie. I I jumped out of my seat for this, and afterwards the 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 cherry on top for this was Penta hugging his family. Oh my goodness, afterwards. that made me cry. That was just beautiful. Um, blood on his kids' it was, it was, clothes as well. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> They've got to go dry cleaning. <laughs> can't, uh, there, there are not enough words to describe how awesome this match was and how awesome the moment was for the Lucha Brothers because they absolutely deserved every bit of this. Every bit of it. A hundred percent. Like seriously, yep. this was like the best cage match I've ever seen. Like, it's, yeah, it's. I I just going into this, we both knew some crazy stuff was going to happen because these mm-hmm. two tag teams are on another level, like on like just on another level. And AEW is the home of tag team wrestling. We know that. Yep. So the yep. two top tag teams. Are gonna be insane. Um, the shoot, man! Like the shoot. Did he the ask Darby Allen how to do this stuff? I, I the just shoot. imagine like, like Matt walking up to Darby, and like Darby sat in his little corner in the shade or something, and he's like, so, "Kid, um, you know the thumbtack stuff you do? Yeah. How do I get it on a shoot? What? <laughs> how do I get it on a shoot? Yes, we could. Guess we could so do that. So he's like, right, you get a shoe and you do this and you do that, and you got a thumbtack shoe. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's that was the conversation. That's the um, conversation. Okay. That's <laughs> so mystery he's solved. The, he's got the thumbtack shoe, and Penta saves his little brother, which is quite an endearing moment. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't have siblings, so I guess that's what you do. Um, no one <laughs> sure. will protect me. Um, <laughs> I got a shoe coming to me, just me and my face in the shoe. <laughs> uh, um, and then obviously Phoenix becoming, like I said, Spider Man Phoenix. Yeah. Like, oh, like I, the entire crowd was like on their feet, like, what is he going to do? And I, I, I'm not joking. I had the pillow. In my hands, and I just <laughs> peeped over it to make sure he got down safely. And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Like another <laughs> another time that my croissant was just waiting for me, I couldn't eat it because I would have choked. <laughs> um, the the blood from Penta, like he just looked like he had like pain on his yeah. face. It didn't even. Yeah. Like, it just completely took over. <laughs> Which was, yeah, like the ring mat was just stained. That um, was, it was close to being Dustin Rhodes Cody level. Penta, Penta definitely was on the Dustin Rhodes line with that. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have that mask on, you'd yeah. have seen it as bad as that. I would have thought he um he had two masks on. One of them was crimson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but when when they got that win. You were happy, but can you imagine 
how happy I was. Ah, uh, I know. I, I know shut you were. Up out <laughs> of my seat and literally screamed the house down. Bear in mind, we're about half eight, nine o'clock. And yeah. <laughs> my dog was looking at me like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What's happening? What's happening? And he was barking. He ran into the garden barking. So he must have been happy. And I was just like, <laughs> just like, so happy that the naughty, naughty young bucks finally got their comeuppance. And they did. Now, there's only one other place those belts need to go. Yep, problem powerful. Um, and that's, we talked about it on a preview. That yeah. was my reservation for having the Lucha Brothers win it because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem likely that what we thought was going to happen in New York no. is going to happen now. No. Which is okay. Which is yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm completely because fine with that. Beforehand, going into it, I'm like, no, no, no. It's got to happen. The Bucks have to retain so we can get there. But after watching this scene unfold with the Lucha Brothers, that's so good. They, they deserve, deserve every this. Yeah. Absolutely. They have they've been with AEW since the beginning. You know, and, and I think they have to be in the conversation with the Young Bucks as the two best tag teams in wrestling. Yeah, 100%. Period, in my opinion. Uh, I know there's teams with other companies that we don't watch a lot that we maybe don't yeah. have a good judgment on because we don't watch it, and that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just from m- my perspective, um. The Lucha Brothers just have been so good for so long in other companies, whether it's AAA. I know Lucha Underground, they did a lot of good stuff there, from what I understand. And they just they just look so, so, it looks so amazing in AEW, and they absolutely deserve it. And it was such a cool moment. The Lucha Brothers will make them titles so hot. Like, yeah. they'll, everybody will be good enough to them. But also, um, They'll hold on to them for a while because you cannot give that team those titles for like a few months and expect the fans to be happy with that at all. Not a chance. No, nope. no. Nope. I would also like, I normally don't address like haters out there necessarily, but I'm going to do it here just because I think it, it makes sense in this discussion. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I see a lot of talk on Twitter about, well, look. The Young Bucks and Kenny, they're EVPs and they've got the titles. Oh, blah, 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 no. blah, blah. Yeah, they're just burying all the tag teams in AEW. They're supposed to be the best tag team division, and but all is just the Bucks burying everybody, blah, blah, blah. The reason the Buck, I mean, the heels, they're, they're heel characters. They've had the titles for so long. This is why it makes so much sense yeah. because if the Bucks only had the titles for two months, mm-hmm or a month or whatever in this happened, it wouldn't have played out the way it played out. It, because they've yeah. had the title so long and have done everything they've done and made you hate them to this point, that's how you make Lucha Brothers look so amazing. Everything mm-hmm. they've done, all that negative energy just passed over to the Lucha Brothers in a positive way. Yeah. That's what that you can't, you can't just have people pass the titles around every month. And also, and also, not all the a- time. Yes. Yeah. And also, when AEW started, it was like, oh, obviously the Unbox can get the tech titles. They didn't. No, they, they didn't. only exactly. just had them. So but there's true. no way that they're booking themselves in favor. No. 
it's just the way the story progresses. Same thing with Kenny Omega, much as uh, he stole yeah. it. He wasn't the first person to have the title. No. So, but I, I don't but, do not get people's thought process on that at all. Nope. And but this is as EVPs, the Young Bucks, which you know, if they're in any, if they're not the EVPs and they're just in any company, fans are going to be clamoring for them to be the champions yeah. because they're just on another level in tag team wrestling. Yeah. It's it's period. I mean, that's just the way it is. Just because they're EVPs doesn't mean they don't they shouldn't have the titles. No. But in what in what they've done, yes, they've had the titles for so long, but they've put over the Lucha Brothers. They've that this is how they help elevate other tag teams mm-hmm. by the Lucha Brothers being the ones to dethrone them, whether it was them or whether it was going to be proud and powerful. Either one, it was making one of those two teams and elevating them by them having the title so long and finally dropping it to one of those teams. So ah, I know they've had the titles for so long. I know they're EVPs. I know that's why people complain. But in doing that, that's that's what made this moment so special for the Lucha Brothers. So, uh, ah. Trust me, crazy. But anyway, that's off my soapbox. Uh, so happy for the Lucha Brothers. A hundred percent. Absolutely, des- absolutely deserve it. Even though they took the titles from my boys, deserve um, to be taken from them. At least they weren't stolen. Uh, that other thing's still debatable. Um, Not when Tony Khan right. and everybody else seems to agree in AEW. Yeah, yeah. Wins a wins a wins a win. Um, <laughs> next, crime's a crime. We... Crime is a crime. <laughs> next, we have the women's casino battle royale, and oh. um, the surprises of the night are just beginning. Uh, the winner of this match will get an AEW women's title match down the road. Um. The, the entire match was great. I thought oh, there were phenomenal. a lot of good stories told. Yeah. A lot of the eliminations um, made sense. And I felt they could, um, as we talked about, lead to stories. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Please, 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 please. Uh, yeah, Sky Blue got a great reaction from yeah. that hometown crowd. Now, she's from Chicago, just recently came into AEW. Uh, they loved her. Of course, she was the first elimination. That made sense. She's the new mm-hmm. kid on the block. Uh, no joke. Um, Abaddon's hair. Abaddon had new hair, too. The new hair yeah. she had looked great. I love Throwing that, that out there. Uh-huh. It, I, I thought it looked... <laughs> what that hair? I just want hair. Yeah. I think my husband does in, as well. In general. We're <laughs> <laughs> on the same page. Um, but, yeah, um, one big elimination was the way that I could see a feud starting here between Jade and Layla Hirsch because mm. Layla looked great coming in, and then Jade, like Jade, eliminated more people than anybody, I believe. Uh, she was eliminating. She a lot is of literally right. going to be a yep. top star. Yeah, but she like press slam Layla out of the ring over the top rope. Yep. It was one of those where uh, it was kind of a statement move, and like I could see mm. that. Leading to a um, a David Goliath type matchup, and I just like you saw, want that match mm-hmm. because they are both like in phenomenal shape. I could just like mm-hmm. that would be a hard fought match. Well, that wouldn't Jade just be like doing a few moves and she's done. No, 
that would be a way to get to a lengthy jade match, uh, yeah. which, which we haven't gotten a ton of. It's mostly been squashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be, that could be good stuff. Um, oh uh, yeah. Everybody looked great though. Um, mm. But it came down to the Joker and the crowd at this point was chanting Ruby Soho. So my thought could you imagine was, if it wasn't, <laughs> I know I was thinking, I was looking down, I was like, do we, is there somebody that they've already announced that's still left? Are we not going to have a surprise? I was, I was trying to, I was starting to get my list out and go, okay, let me look. Cause there's, cause the, the crowd seems to want Ruby. So I was like, they better deliver here. And sure Could you enough, imagine if they had somebody else ready and going, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Sort of> after. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, um, uh, Serena Deeb's return. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we had this big plan. Like, Ser- oh, Serena, sorry, they're chanting Ruby Soho. I mean, yeah. I know you're awesome and everything, but eh. uh. um, <laughs> so Ruby's music hit, and uh, the place went crazy. Um, Destination AEW for Ruby Soho. Uh, she is here, and she looked great. She looked happy. She looked so I emotional mean, as well. I know it was, um, it felt like a really, and again, I wasn't watching WWE during, for a long time. So I, I'm not as familiar with Ruby Riot and the, what group was she with the Riot Squad? Yeah. Whatever I, over there. I, I watched I'm matches not, of hers yeah. just because. <clears throat> I'm not even sure <laughs> how well she was booked or how, I don't, I don't know, but it looked to me like. She a definitely had a time. She definitely yeah. had a time, but then it just kind of like yeah. went sideways. <laughs> but it really <laughs> felt like a, a yeah, a new beginning for her. Like she was, yeah. she'd found a new home. It really did. It felt good. Uh, it felt like she really uh, embraced the crowd too. The crowd embraced her. It was just a great moment. Um, but in the end, after after she made her debut, some more em- eliminations. Uh, the last three in there were Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, and Ruby. Uh, Nyla was eliminated by Thunder Rosa, and that left Ruby Soho versus Thunder Rosa at the end. My brain was um, melting at this point. Yeah, it was. Um, it, of course, you know, I picked Thunder, so in Part of me was like, eh, eh, come on, man. Make me right. Make me right. But the other side was like, <laughs> no. Ruby winning would be such a cool moment because the crowd was so behind Ruby. Yeah. Dueling chants for Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho. It was really awesome. In the end, they're both on the apron trading strikes back and forth. Thunder Rosa went for a DVD, Deathly Driver on the apron. Ruby got out of it, pushed Thunder Rosa into the, um, ring post on the outside and delivered a kick to the head and thunder thunder rosa teetered hit the floor and the winner is ruby soho ruby soho in her debut as the joker has won she will eventually go on to face Britt baker for the aew women's title i wonder if that will happen in new york this amazing though entire thing from start to finish, just so much packed in. Like, I was just, yeah. I felt like I was watching a tennis match. I was like, right, where are they going? Where are they going? Where are they going? <laughs> um, highlights for me, because I can't, I legit can't go for everything. More highlights, ah, highlights for me was when um, 
Anna Jay got um, knocked out. Obviously, she was my pick. But the fact that Ty Conch was like, yeah. no, 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 no. And she, like, the smile went from her face again. And she went mm-hmm. crazy. Um, obviously, Ruby Soho debuted. And I was just like, ah! Um, and her gear is amazing. Um, oh, she yeah. She phenomenal. Like great. I, I the loved jacket. the jacket. The jacket mm-hmm. was magnificent. Um, mm-hmm. She looked so overwhelmed and, you know, just absolutely elated to be there. It generally just looked like she she felt comfortable and she yes. felt like this is where Good she word. had to be. Um, when she ran down, though, I was like, all right, so this is like the tell. Who's she going to? Because your debut... You've got to pick your first person carefully in a casino battle royale. You've got to pick yeah, him. Yeah. Who does she go for? Jake Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. was like, wow, okay. So yep. we're going to that. Um, ah, I was like, uh, oh, <clears throat> my goodness. Um, right after you, girl. Yeah, she went right after me. I've got, seriously, the girls but, in my, yeah, my yeah. like, um, AW locker room. Again, as high as the guys now. This is ridiculous. They are. Um, they are. This face of the whole roster at this point. Um, wow, yeah, so, so fun. And like, obviously, then Thunder Rosa and um, Ruby Solo teamed up, got neither out. And then when it was left between Thunder Rosa and Ruby, my brain, like I said, was melting because I'm there going, okay, so it's too early for Thunder Rosa because she can't get the title yet off Britt Baker. But is it too early You're for right about Soho that. to come? Because she's literally just stepped through the door. But like, if Thunder Rosa gets it, she can always get a rematch. But do you want a rematch? And if Ruby Soho gets it, does that mean she loses the match? And my brain was just like... And I, all mm. this time, they're like fighting in the ring. And I'm like... Ugh, ugh. And then, <laughs> I generally was like... I was watching it, but I wasn't fully taking in what was going on. Because my brain was trying to sort through information. And yeah. when um, yeah. Thunder Rosa got eliminated and Ruby Soto, like, turned to the referee and went, I won, and, like, just genuinely, like, latched onto him, hugging him. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, she won. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't completely catch it. Right, so I went back and I rewatched that entire bit where my brain was thinking. And I, again, I jumped up out of my seat and I was so happy. I was like, okay. This night's starting good for me. This night is starting good for me. Um, I'm so happy. Like she was phenomenal. Such an amazing moment. Uh, yeah, so she looked great. And I know we talked when it was first started uh, to be rumored that she was going to come in mm. of how aesthetically she would look so much different than everybody on this roster. That yeah. was obvious the moment she stepped out onto the ramp. She's going to stand out from oh, everybody 100%. there. I want in a great now. way. I want her merch <laughs> now. Does she have a shirt at, a, at shopaw.com yet? I have no yet? idea yet. I have, she's got to have one. The problem is, if I look, I'm buying stuff. I'm like, I'm getting money for my birthday, I'm thinking. So I'm trying to save up a bit. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh. I need my merch so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, man. Business is picking up in the women's division. Oh, 
Um, and there's so many things and, that happened in this. I can't even remember to exactly. go back to that. All that, the little stories that uh, are going to come out of this are just, this is AEW's yeah. chance to do this. It this is. is the golden opportunity. Even Big Swole mm-hmm. is going to have something coming out of this. I can't remember who she um, eliminated. I want to say it was like Diamante or something, I, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. And even she was like, I told you, I told you. So there's a story there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, oh, and, yeah. So and it's obvious by the eliminations that we're, we're going to get a feud between Penelope Ford, the Bunny, yes! Anna Jay, and Ty Conti. And then, you know, Hi, like Jay. at the formation of the alliances, Nala and Jade had formed an, an alliance. Uh, Jade was eliminated by Nala. Uh so, you know, you could see something there, too, uh, because there was an alliance formed and then, you know, one eliminated the other. It it lends itself to um, to, to something there. So the only alliance know, there's that just... stayed was the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Yeah. And Anna Jane. And Anna Jane. But, but that was yeah. never in but that's, question. <laughs> no, no, that was never that was never going to question. But, that is, but that's why it's even more obvious there, that 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 feud's happening. We're going to yeah. get something there between those two teams, and I, I'm here for it too. So, uh, here we go. Yep. Uh, brand new. It feels like a brand new start to this entire women's division. Yeah, um, it feels like a completely fresh start. Yep. But you, you looked at all the talent in that ring. It, at Seriously, one point, I'm, I'm looking there and I'm like, the this, this is, it's, it's there. It's there. We got to. There is not a problem get, with the talent at all. And I know more, everybody they can't. More TV yeah. time, they need more storyline, they need more matches. Mm-hmm. The talent's there. Use it. And I know everybody can't be featured at all, all the time. I get that totally. But yeah, gotta have more than one storyline with the, the ladies. One more than one with substance to it, not just two mm-hmm. ladies fighting. We need yeah. story. And I, and like you just said, there's opportunity here. Yeah. Um. So here we go. Uh, next we oh had the what was billed as the final fight possibility of it being Jericho's last match oh my God. in AEW it was Chris Jericho versus MJF and if Jericho lost he could not wrestle in AEW again and to kick it off we got the countdown on the screen um it was counting Everybody down. Everybody sort of didn't think that was MJF, though, did they? <laughs> no, I, I, it got me at first, too, because yeah. I thought uh, Jericho's doing some kind of special entrance or something, you know. I was like, oh, I got down. The lights go out, pyro goes off, and then on the screen flashes Jericho's last match. <laughs> and MJF's music hit. It was MJF's entrance. And he got and a just, rupture of boobs. That was beautifully done. Uh, and then Jericho was played to the ring by f- the Fozzy Lee guitarist. Yes. Um, did not play out perfectly, in my opinion. Uh, I loved it. I liked the mm. idea. I uh, just couldn't quite hear the crowd. The guitar seemed a little. Yeah, they uh, they definitely turned that up to eleven. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was, I, I liked it though. I thought it was a nice touch. Great idea. Uh, didn't just totally honest. Didn't land perfectly for me uh but still 
a cool moment though. I, I know it was awesome for him to to have his guitarist, you know, playing under the ring. I thought that was cool. He sure had the entire band and Jericho singing his own theme song and then just walked out. <laughs> I thought that for a minute too. I was like, is he gonna come out with a microphone? Uh Better yet, are we going to get Sammy Guevara coming out singing to the in, ring? Impromptu concert. <laughs> remember when? Remember when Sammy was singing oh, his theme song forever? That would have been beautiful. Um, but it. idiot, yeah. But an awesome match, though. Uh, it, it, just the storytelling that went down in this match, and the, how near some of the near falls were, and how close some of the the things were that made you think. Uh, it was going to happen a certain way because here's mm. how it kind of went down in the end. Uh, Wardlow came out, looked like he was going to get involved with uh, with with the finish of this match, but he was cut off by Jake Hager, uh, and they were brawling on the outside, heading towards That's the back. That's not over. <laughs> no, it's not. It's never going to be over. Uh, but while this was going on. Uh, the ref was attention was turned to them brawling on the outside and MJF got Chris Jericho's bat, which had been sitting over in the corner, like the whole time I'd, I was like, man, here's a bat. Somebody's going to use that at some point. Yeah. And somebody finally did. And it was, it was MJF, but he used Jericho's bat to, to clock him in the head with it. Um, MJF then hit the Judas effect and one, two, three MJF one. Jericho's AEW in-ring career is over. Oh, was it? But no. <laughs> no. Jericho got his foot on the rope before the three count. And this was confirmed by a second uh, ref that came out of the back. And when they announced that this match was going to be restarted, the crowd went nuts. It went crazy. Um, MJF, not so much. <laughs> and Yeah. And I, I'm just tell you a little secret here. And I don't, she doesn't listen to the show that often, so she won't mind me telling the secret. But my wife was watching this match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she a huge grin came on her face when they announced they were restarting this match. So I know that she was sucked <laughs> into the story. She won't admit it. I glanced over at her as they announced that this huge grin came on her face. I was like, she's she's into it. She's not going to tell me <laughs> she is, but she's into it. Okay, so then, a sneaky picture. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was going crazy she loved it though she was like yeah because she wanted jericho to win this so bad yeah so uh so then the match was restarted uh jericho went for the judas effect but missed it uh mjf went for the salt of the earth arm bar but jericho transitioned into the line tamer and mjf tapped out jericho won his aew wrestling career is not over just yet this match literally got me it got yeah. me that bit i was i i was screaming profanities at the tv um yeah i was yeah and we knew this it. match was gonna was gonna be so close it was gonna have us yeah with the near falls like on the edge of our seats yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i was just like come on Aubrey. <laughs> look, <laughs> look turn around um i i was going crazy and i was like I hate you, MJF. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> I was just, oh, so mad. And then when they just like, yes, we're restarting, I was like, ah, bleep, bleep, you, MJF. <laughs> <laughs> my, my door, like my back door was open and 
my neighbor next door works from home and she had her windows open and she must have been going, the hell's going on? Like, what is she doing? I don't know who, I don't know who this MJF guy is, but she hates him. Yeah. (laughs) She hates this guy. Um, So, yeah, so I was so happy that it got restarted and just to see this is, this, this, this makes me sound horrible, but just, just to see the sheer anguish and pain on MJF's face <laughs> in um, the walls was just poetry. Basically, poetry. <laughs> yeah. Absolute poetry. Yeah. Oh, it's just well done. And, and, you know, did we really expect anything less? And the, from, from those two, and I know a lot of the talk was, is this one match too many for them? But after this match, I think the answer is no, it was not one match too many. I think this was perfectly no. done. Um, and like we said on the um, preview, we could not call this match at all. Because no. there was yep. like, you could see development from either side of how it would go down. Um, yeah. But and I think just right enough call. doubt was put in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think right call. Yes. Um, Jericho's not ready for commentary just yet. <laughs> not not full time. Not full no. time. Not just yet. But I think just enough doubt was put in there, and that's why Jericho kept mentioning that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go full time at the commentary desk. I think that being there, you knowing that okay, if he loses, we're still not. He's not going anywhere. He's still going to mm-hmm. be here. That I think that's what really led into the uh, the fifty fifty yeah. split on who's going to win this match. Well thought out. So yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. All right, now now we're we're you know we had anticipated this being the main event of the show. Mm. Obviously, the way things played out at the end, it makes sense to why yeah. it wasn't. Um, this is Darby Allen versus CM Punk. Probably the most anticipated match of the show. Obviously, when it's CM Punk having his first match in seven years, uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to be the most most anticipated match of the the show. The what I loved about the before the match started was how Darby just sat in the corner and watched Punk's entrance. Like Darby never moved; he just sat crouched in the corner, just taking in Punk embracing the crowd and of course my mind at that point was like yeah he's going heel he's going heel look he looks he's just taking this in but my my crazy my crazy just throwing it out there just in case you haven't watched the pay-per-view my crazy darby punk you know darby turning a heel on punk didn't happen obviously no um but i still thought about it during that during that entrance i was like yeah it's coming um but yeah i just i loved how he just watched his entrance the whole time um the pacing was a big thing in this match. Uh, mm-hmm. They they went tit for tat back and forth, but it was seemed like it was a lot of it was about um, Darby was faster. Darby didn't slow anything down. It was like Darby's like a bullet going around everywhere. Mm-hmm. But punk. But the story was that Punk was smarter, and that's the way it should be. You know, Punk's the yeah. veteran here. He's he's more um, cerebral, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Um. Punk ended up hitting the GTS on Darby at one point and could have been over then, but Darby fell through the ropes to the outside, which is a brilliant, uh, you know, yeah, brilliant because it looked like, Hey, he could have put him away there, but Darby is yeah, just, you know, it's a brilliant spot to sell that mm-hmm. finisher 
but mm-hmm. not to kick out of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yep, perfectly. Um, but in the end, uh, Punk caught Darby going for a poison Rana. He was on his shoulders, caught him in it. It was just like, a again, it was, a, I guess, Darby making one too many mistakes, putting himself in that position. And this time, uh, Punk hit the GTS in the middle of the ring and got the win, uh, beating Darby Allen in that in front of that Chicago crowd. The crowd's going crazy. Um, Sting comes out. He came out and stood face to face with Punk, extended his hand, and him and Punk shook hands. Then they tried to go pick Darby up. Both of them did. Darby shrugged him off, crawled to the ropes himself, which I thought was a great touch, and mm. picked himself up. And then eventually shook Punk's hand. Um, another great moment in front of that crowd. The crowd loved it. Uh, Sting eventually helped the limping Darby Allen to the back. Darby left looking broken and beaten, but um, such an awesome match between these guys. Um, but I think this is going to be something that's going to tell further the Darby story. I'm not yeah. sure where this is going, but just – the way this played out, I feel like you, you, we may have just ripped another layer off of the Darby character. I feel like Darby needs a holiday. <laughs> the guy's like literally nonstop. Are we gonna he get? Only has, he only has a break when he's legit injured. <laughs> Are we gonna get Darby on vacation in Hawaii sipping mai tais <laughs> in the segment? Just, like, just, just sat in a corner in the shade. <laughs> Face paint and everything with a skateboard <laughs> by his side, just like <laughs> face paint melting off in the heat. <laughs> you can't, you can't oh, wear goodness. face paint in Hawaiian heat. Um, I'm sure he'd try. I'm sure he would. Oh my goodness! So talk this... to me about this match. First of all, can I just say the entrance bit where he fist pumped? Darby, Sting fist bumped Darby and Darby and Sting had a hug. I was like man, yeah. all that'll get me in the feels. Like, what? <laughs> um, this match started out like it started slow but it needed to because they were feeling each other out. They were working out mm-hmm. what each other was about in the room because they not fought before. Um, it was just like and then you could see it like picking up and picking up and picking up. And mm. when it when it got to like where it started picking up, it picked up quick. And like you said, yeah. Darby was faster. Punk mm-hmm. was obviously more slow and more, you know, methodical and everything. Yeah. And he had to like ground Darby because otherwise Darby was just like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like yep. a flash Darby, he just goes everywhere. Um, <laughs> so he obviously had to like try and like you know slow him down and like you know ground him type thing. And I love the fact the commentary going, he's obviously studied Darby footage, <laughs> like like there's an AEW <laughs> library for wrestlers to go study up. I'm looking for yeah. Darby <laughs> Allen tapes. <laughs> yeah, of course there is. It's right beside the referee uh, break room. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right there. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I love this so much. And like I said, Punk had to win because could you imagine if he hadn't? Um, 
I did imagine him not, but you know, it didn't go yeah. that way. That was a fool's errand, my friend. That was a fool's errand. <laughs> um, it, won't be a, it won't be my last one. <laughs> no, it definitely isn't. Um, I love the fact that Sting came down. Like, I was like, why is Sting like walking down with like such purpose? It's like, is he just gonna like knock out CM Punk? Like, just in general. <laughs> No. Obviously, he shook his hand, no. and then the fact that you said Darby turning heel—that came into mind at this point. I was like, okay, so Sting's mm-hmm. like, you know, show appreciation for Punk, you know, obviously. Yeah, I thought and about then, it too. And then when they tried to get Darby up, and Darby like shook them both up, I was like, is Darby like annoyed that like Sting's just like mm-hmm. you know showing appreciation to Punk because when he when Darby pulled himself up on the ropes. He turned around and he looked like at them both, like kind of like a piercing stare. And when he mm-hmm. and, like punk then obviously put out his hand and Darby was like lingering for a bit too long whether he was gonna shake it or not. And I was like, he's just gonna kick him in the nuts, isn't he? Like <laughs> something's just gonna happen and Sting's just gonna be like, What are you doing? And then he's gonna sting and and like my world will crumble. And I was just like what is going but obviously he then shook his hand yeah and then he gave papa sting a hug again and yeah um sting you know was trying to help him out of the ring and like you know guiding him up the ramp and i was just like so not turning heel yet then. <laughs> no but while I will obviously concede the fact that Darby did not turn heel on this pay per view, it didn't. That was it was there. I may have been I may have pulled the trigger a little too early on it because uh, you're right. Uh, you know, Punk losing mm-hmm. in front of that crowd wouldn't have gone so well. But you know, it's still that Sting is the dynamic between the two. Mm-hmm. Sting seems to be enjoying himself. Right now yeah. in AEW, a lot more than Darby is. Uh, Darby's not fun, fun, Darby fun. Sting is. <laughs> yep, Sting is. Sting is the one shaking hands, taking pictures, kissing babies, you know, doing stuff like that. Uh, Darby, Darby is. Can't, Darby can't kiss babies. Dar- he get face paint all yeah. over him. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets face paint all over baby? himself. That's <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, but Darby's just not having fun, and that I think that. Is well, I say, in, you know, in kayfabe world, not having fun. I'm sure he's yeah. having a blast. He just wrestled CM Punk, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the that's character himself, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's not having, he's not fun loving, enjoying everything like Sting is. Sting is like embracing the fact that he's a legend and getting to do these different things. And, um, so I just, I think that is going to cause a rift at some point between the two. Mm. I think that's might be eventually. Not, mm-hmm. not just yet, but it could. That could definitely instigate Darby Hill turn. So I'm not fully going away from my Darby Hill no, turn. No, no, I'm, I'm not going away but, from the Darby Hill turn because we definitely saw it, a glimpse of it again with like what I was yeah. saying, where he he lingered a bit too long, whether deciding to shake um, CM yeah. Punk's hand, and but it didn't happen. The yeah. whole the whole shrug shrug off with both of them, and I get that mm-hmm. he wanted to get up himself, you know, and he can do that. But it yeah. just also slightly leaned a little bit again, ever so slightly, and it's it, it could be yep. months off. But these are starting to like, you know, 
happen every now and again. His matches are getting a bit more, you know, not violent because he's not, he's not, like when I say violent, I'm thinking yeah. Mox and Eddie, but he's getting a bit more like venom behind his like mm-hmm. moves and Aggression. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then these like little moments after a match where he's just kind of like, mm, yeah, kind hesitant, of just like teetering. Yeah, yeah, he's hesitant to be a, a good sportsman kind of thing. He's, yeah, he, yeah. Now a little bit of I'd say sore loser, but it has that that kind of feel to yeah. it though, where it's like, yeah, yeah, you beat me, but I don't want to acknowledge it. You know, it's yeah. just, yeah, I got you. like chip on chip on his shoulder. Yeah, like sure. like Darby's held the TNT Championship. He's with Sting. Mm-hmm. He's legit like one of the most popular guys in AEW in wrestling at the moment. Like he could be. But getting he didn't a bit, win. Bit, no, but he could <laughs> be getting a bit too a bit too big for his wrestling boots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh we'll see. This this is an intriguing story going this forward. It's not over. Sting. Not over. Nope. I think we'll see a Darby Punk match again down the road. At some oh, point, I would love think. it. It'll be a while, but it'll be even bigger when it gets when it comes back around. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't get much bigger than Paul White, though. <laughs> Paul White is a he's a big, big, big man. I um, love the fact and, this was placed here for everyone. Oh. <laughs> I know, <laughs> perfectly placed. Uh, what was those yeah, like this, two and a half hours? Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, take a break. Um, but it was it was a fun little match, though. Um, fun little short match and for what it was. It was like this as well. Yeah. Um, and this match was QT Marshall Marshall versus Paul White, and right from the get go, Paul takes out Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, uh, before the bell even rings. Then we like, go to him in the way again. <laughs> he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just sacrifices Solo and Camarado all the time. I'm not sure I'd want to be trying to sacrifice Nick Camarado a whole lot because that's a big. He's gonna too. turn at some point. Um... <laughs> um, Paul just like chopped QT to death. Those chops are mm. ridiculous. His hands are like the size of my head. Um, size of your head, the size <clears throat> of my body. Then, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, QT, QT got finally got fired up a little bit. Got a couple of moves in, uh, but then that was it. Uh, Paul took out Solo and Camarado again. Like, dude, guys, stay out of it. Just um, don't get back in the ring, guys. Yeah, yeah. Then he choke slammed uh, QT, and after that, there was no more BS. That was a ball game. Uh, Paul White defeated QT Marshall. End of story. Yeah, I love the fact that Tony Schiavone forgot that he had to be impartial and was just like, I <laughs> hope that Paul White just keeps beating him up and that QT doesn't get any offense in. And then QT got his left in. Oh, well, that I guess is fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was just mm. like, yeah, this match was what it had to be. I am so glad they left it at this because I was worried after the entire gun club situation that they were going to come run down yeah. and it was going to be like this big brawl thing and I was like come on we've got a little match and it's like a big match and we've got to get to that and we can't have all the matches yeah. perfectly timed in length mm-hmm. and I thought this, so. this was 
such a sweet spot to put it because it was a fun match. Not that we, you know, it didn't have a lot of story going in it, but it was a fun match. It was just mm-hmm. the length it needed to be. And it wasn't like to the point where people were like, oh, well, I can like, you know, leave now for a bit because this is going to go on for a while and it's not really worth watching. It wasn't that at all. It was, you blink and it was over and it was good in that moment and perfect, perfect spot. Perfect spot. Yep. Yep. Uh, well placed. They knew what they were well doing placed. with this one. Yep. Um, then we got a promo from John Moxley. Uh, Moxley, oh, s- s- he sent a welcome, <laughs> welcoming uh, Minoru Suzuki to Cincinnati, whom he will be facing on Dynamite uh, this coming Wednesday, Moxley's homecoming. So it's going to be a fun one. We've already talked about how much you are looking forward to this because, once again, it's going to be your birthday. When uh, I watch well, it. Yeah, it'll be your birthday when you watch it, correct? It'll yes. be your birthday on Thursday. Yes. Yep. Oh so yeah, this is this is good. I'm good so stuff. excited. What if what if Suzuki beats him? Don't I'm even gonna... start. I'm just saying. I mean Don't. it's a possibility. Stop putting stuff into the universe like this. Many times. Okay. How many All times right. have I told All you right. not to put this into the universe? All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> You should be being nice to me right I'm, now as well, by the way. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because, I'm sorry. Who is this next match with? Kenny what? and, oh. Yeah. I'm What's trying to face? delay it. What's I'm his trying name? to delay it. What is his I'm name? Tr- <laughs> next, we heard from Malachi Black, <laughs> who had some words for Dustin Rhodes ahead of their match on Dynamite this Wednesday. He reminded Dustin about the wake of destruction he's left his attacks on the nightmare family, including what he did to uh, Lee Johnson on rampage, yes. which he, you know, which was a fantastic match. You know, it Lee Johnson, brilliant. he hung in there as long as he could. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, in the end, um, you know, Malachi does what he does. Uh, he uh, lives up to his promises and he, he did exactly what he was going to said he was going to do. Um, but, you know, in that match at the end, Dustin came out and uh, tried to to save Lee Johnson. And, and we are where we are now. Uh, and Malachi Black warned Dustin that it's it's his time to pay the boatman's toll. It looks like Malachi wants to put some coins on Dustin's eyes. Mm. I really think he should add that into his character gimmick. Like when yeah. he finishes the match. Put the coins on their eyes. Yeah. yeah. I'd love that. Just a note for you, TK. Just a note. Um, yep. Yeah, I like that match with uh, Lee Johnson was phenomenal, and I mm. I think a lot of people are going to be um, leaving the Nightmare Family because they're just like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, well, nope, nope, nope. Um, yeah, we are, we already saw the Gun Club try to get their way out of there, so uh, that's what it is. Everybody's going to attack Paul White. I can't. Wait to see what this match is going to be like, because yeah. it's not an odd pairing, but it's not a match that I would have thought of. I yeah. get why it's happening. I'm not, you know, dumb, but yeah, it's not it a match sense. that I would have, you know, thought of going forward. It's like, oh, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, 
I'm interested to see what happens. A hundred percent. I just, I just, I'm just like, how, how is this going to end? Like, surely Malachi's got to win. Um, surely. Surely. But how does he win against Dustin? Because it's Dustin Rhodes. Um, he's just going to kick kick his head off. He's just going to kick a little higher. Mm. That's all it is. He's got to kick just. A few inches higher than, than Lee Johnson. <laughs> Dustin's a little, little tough. Get a little jump and then kick. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for this. This is, this yeah. is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, All right. um, what came up next? <laughs> now is time for the main Kenny, event of the evening. Kenny and Omega and... It is Kenny Omega defending his AEW world title. Again. Not not against Adam Page. It is no. against Christian Cage. Yes. And kind of just rhymes for with everybody Page. listening, what does that mean again? Okay, look, I made a bet. With Sarah, where if Adam Page did not show up at All Out and somehow win the world title, which I have been convinced for well over a year was going to happen at this particular show. He had a tweet. Um, Yeah, I had a tweet. I got to take that pin tweet down, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, that's embarrassing now. Um, But yeah, uh, that if, if Page does, did not show up and win the world title, like I was positive he would, um, that she would have full control over my profile for the next seven days. And of course, if Adam Page showed up and won, then I was going to have control over hers, uh, which I had won the last bet we had, but it, it became painfully obvious as Christian walked out for this match that I had lost this wager. So, and you let, there you go. Go of hangman. I finally let go of hangman. We'll go on. And on. My heart. And on. Stop going. Now. Yeah. Uh, I watched Hangman sink into the freezing cold depths. water. So, yeah. <sighs> and if you have yep. no idea what we're talking about, this has been going on for a few months now. Um... It has. It has. <laughs> yep. But, but we do have to uh, go on to this match, which was great, by the way. It was amazing. Um, yes. Um, Weeks ago, I talked about how I wasn't really all that pumped up for Omega yeah. Christian, and they cha- they changed my mind a few weeks ago on yeah. Rampage when Christian won the Impact title. Mm-hmm. He put on a clinic, and it was beautiful. And tonight was no different. Uh, tonight, if yeah, I think tonight's was even better than the the Rampage match. Yeah, uh, definitely uh, more risks being taken, uh, specifically with the table. Some of those made me cringe. Oh, that table um, spot. Uh, yeah, that uh, could have gone through something. Then. Oh. Yeah, Christian was. I was worried after that. Um, mm. With little like the uh, the table leg thing kind of yeah. caught him. Yeah. Um. In the end, though, uh, Christian Christian hit the kill switch, but Kenny kicked out, uh, which was huge because I thought for a second there when Christian hit the kill switch, like holy moly, they're gonna do it. Surely they're saving. You know, Kenny for Hangman. Some I know it didn't happen tonight, but surely, right? Um, but eventually, they ended up on the top rope, 
uh, Kenny hit Christian with an avalanche. Oh, my goodness. An avalanche one-winged angel from the top rope. And that's what it took to put Christian Cage away. Kenny Omega retained the AEW world title. Wow. What a way to end the match. This was brilliant. Um, look, Adam Patient turned up. I knew that. Tony Khan told me. Um, he was like, mm. don't, don't worry about it. I got you covered. I was like, oh, cheers, Tom. Um, Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so this was fantastic. And like you said, I wasn't to begin with, like, oh, yay, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Woo-hoo! Um, <laughs> but after, like you said, after he won um, the Impact belt from Kenny, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is a story that is unfolding. Um, mm. This was brilliant. It's just, and like you said, the risk, oh my goodness, like that table spot, I literally <sighs> I yeah. felt a like a twinge in my own side. I was just like, that could have been nasty. Um, could have been a lot worse than what it was. Yeah, it could. It was just like, how did Christian Cage stop wrestling completely? Well, he got a table over his chest. Yeah. Side or whatever it was. He was um, impaled by a table. He was impaled by a table leg. Can you make a sport in black and blue hair now? Um, yeah, I don't I know. know if I don't know if they've just done like a bolt buy and die for like hair or something, the elite. But the that's what it is. Change up. Um, it's like they've yeah. like got shares in dye or hair dye or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gotta pay for them shoes somehow. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> that, that finisher from the top rope. Oh my goodness. Like, I felt like the like ring would have vibrated underneath. Mm. Um, Amazing. And yep. yes, Kenny had to retain because at some point a certain cowboy has got to come back. Got to. Hey, can we go ahead and make a wager now that, 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 nope. that, that I don't Nope. Nope. Come on. Double or nope. nothing. Nope. You put everything on the line. Just Nope. Yep, so we can yeah. yeah, yeah. Nope. Look. Look, no, no, look no. I'll tell you, if I if I win this bet, you can have my my uh, profile for fourteen days. Nope. Let's de- let's delay it. Uh, nope. Push it. Yeah. Can we? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Your time has come, my friend. Your time has come. You sure you don't want to go double or nothing? No. Not double or nothing. The pay per view, like just. I know. Just now. All right. <clears throat> it's time to just uh, take it like a man. Suck it or up, like a, My Little Pony. Um. Okay, you ready to talk about the post match? Because the post match was a moment in itself. I just want to remind me which Adam came out. Still, still on this, right? I'm Look, the match sure was over with. The <laughs> match was over with. It's it's gone. Okay, but no, Adam Page, a different Adam came out. Not Adam Page. A different yes. Adam came. Just he did. So, afterwards, no. Afterwards, the Bucks and the Good Brothers they they came out to celebrate with Kenny Omega and Don Callis in the ring, and they began to beat down Christian. Uh, Jurassic Express tried to make the save, but it didn't work out. Again, outnumbered, which is 
usually the case with the super elite. Uh, the elite just decimated everybody. Uh, Kenny grabbed the mic, and then he said, "There's no one that no one is on his level. All the people who could possibly beat me are either not here, retired, or dead." And at that point, the you hear a buzz in the crowd because they know somebody's about to come out. They thought it was the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I think so we good. all did. I it said, man, so it's, oh, it's Brian Danielson. No. No. It was Adam Cole, baby. Bye-bye. The, the elite looked like they had seen a ghost, literally. Legitimately. Uh, <laughs> Cole strolled down, oh. climbed into the ring. He did the thing. <laughs> he did the thing. He did and the, the thing. The entire arena erupted along with him doing the thing. You know, it was just, it was so cool, baby. You know, it was just, oh, it was great. It was, that was, that was, I've watched that thing yeah. repeatedly. It's just, it's beautiful. You know, that had to give him such a good feeling. Oh, yeah. Not to and hear an show, arena. And the show was like, holy oh, baby. I was like. Oh, it's great. Ah! He looks so happy. He looks so happy. Um. But then he, he, you know, he's facing off with the elite. You're, what's he going to do? Jungle Boy like, gets to his I feet. I remember what you did to me. He said yeah. that. <laughs> I remember what you did to me. I was like, oh. oh. But as soon as Jungle Boy got to his feet, he super kicked Jungle Boy. That's right. Adam Cole has rejoined his friends in the elite. He ended up getting kissed on the cheek by Matt and Nick. It was this is a cool moment. He got a kiss on the head from uh, Kenny. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, then Cole, you know, he got a promo reminding everybody that this is, and this is a bold statement, awesome statement, and the correct statement. Yeah. That this is the most dominant faction in the history of the business. Kenny and Kenny took the mic. He laughed at everyone. Did I do that? You Did know, I he, do he that? threw that in there. <laughs> it was such a such a cheesy Kenny thing to say at that moment. Uh, but yeah, he's just you know, he's laughing at everybody for believing that Cole was actually going to come out and attack them. That's when just interrupted Kenny. some very familiar music hit, and we all knew who it was. It was Brian Danielson. The American Dragon is all elite. Uh, Crowd loses their ever-loved mind. Yes, chants start taking off. Brian hits the ring. He stands with Christian, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus across from the Elite, and they begin clearing the house. Uh, Nick Jackson, um, he got <laughs> he got left in the ring by everybody behind. else. I got the I guess the one with the funky facial hair is the one that's going to get left behind. So he, he ended up taking like a, yeah. A series of kicks from Daniel said, and with every kick in the corner, I mean, they were so fast. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And with every kick, you heard yes from the crowd. It was just perfectly yeah. done. Uh, and then he took a run and knee strike from Danielson, and the show goes off the air as Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, and the Jurassic Express are all left in the ring celebrating as we, uh, as, as all out goes off the air. What an, what a way. <sighs> What a roller coaster ride they took us on in what those last few minutes of all out. Like, because oh. I it, it was so it was so yeah it was so good that I forgot all about Adam Page at that moment. Did you? Just did tell you, you know? I did. 
I, you reminded me of it, but I did forget then, though. I forgot then. I looked at the time and it's like, there's like nearly half an hour left. What, what is going on? Like, does Adam Page now turn up on a horse and go, I'm not dead? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, I just, <sighs> when, when Adam Cole's music first hit, and it was obvious it was Adam Cole's because it literally, Said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't, you didn't have to guess. Um, yeah. The, the crowd was obviously expecting um, Ryan Danielson. They were obviously expecting him. They didn't get him. Yeah. But they were just as excited. They were like elated. Um, his shirt was like all elite, baby. And it's like, oh my God, he's actually here. This, this legit may get one of my friends into AW. He is, mm. and this is crazy. He's actually in Chicago right now. He's actually huh, in Chicago really? because his wife's from Chicago. Oh, but that's right, obviously that's right. couldn't get tickets because it was sold out. Mm-hmm. So I sent yeah. him a message. I've not received a message back, but I sent him a message. But um, Adam Cole is all elite graphic, and Brian Danielson is all elite um, graphic. And it's but <laughs> so do you want to watch now? <laughs> like, why are you not watching this stuff? Like, these are the people you love. Like, I know they are. Um, so, and when uh, we got in, and I said this to you before we got on um, recording, mm-hmm. but when Adam Cole super kicked um, Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. his shoes were the same yep. ones that Kenny Omega had last week. On BTE. He held up a Red pair crumbs. of shoes. He held up a pair of shoes. And they were those shoes. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole was wearing those shoes. Mind just... <laughs> it was um, right there. It was right there. Uh, Adam Cole obviously staring at him going, I remember what you did to me. And then um he obviously like got the thing, he got his, you know, kisses. And Kenny Omega's like reaction to that was just brilliant um and then just as kenny's about to as he said send everyone home happy um mm-hmm. the music hits and then the crowd literally what looked like standing up as a mexican wave but just all kind of stood up and it was kind of mm-hmm. like flowed around the entire arena yes chants were literally ringing out um and there he was he was like Beaming from ear to ear, uh, Brian Danielson. I keep wanting to say Daniel Bryan. It's really driving me insane. Um, and just like he he made the save, and Adam Cole's face told the story. He was the human. Um, as they were leaving, mm-hmm. you got a, like a glimpse of Adam Cole. Yes. Going, You'll pay for this. You've ruined my moment, type thing. Yep. Yeah. You're done for, you're finished, and all this type of stuff. And I was like, um, blood and guts, anybody? It, it could. I mean, there's no reason it shouldn't. I mean, it's, build this story, it, it, build it up now. Gosh, yes. Kenny's gonna have to do something after he's lost that belt and start building up now. And, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's right but there. I mean, it's in right with, there. Um, Jurassic Express and everybody, and you've got an <laughs> yeah. amazing, like, wooden nuts mm-hmm. match. Yep. 
That was a good point you made with how the crowd, when the when uh, Brian Danielson's music hit, is the crowd just started kind of like is it like a, a wave of people just standing yeah. up together, just you know. Oh, it was such it a phenomenal me, visual. Yeah, it reminded me of like I know you're you're not a baseball person. I mean, rightfully I so, but like I know, yeah, it's 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 but but it relates so much to me and anybody that watches baseball, you you get it. But like it's. Like you're you're at a game and and somebody hits a game winning home run. If mm. half the crowd is like sitting down, as soon as the ball leaves the bat, everybody just starts standing up because yeah. you're like, oh, it's it's you know like because you're watching yeah. the ball travel. So and it's so cool because this was absolutely a home run. Yeah, I mean this was this is a grand slam, which grand yeah. slams is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, in New York. But my point is this was this was they hit it out of the park with this one. Um. And the way the crowd stood up for that, it just represented just how big of a moment that was for mm. Brian Danielson to come out. Uh, Chicago, y'all mm. are so spoiled. Chicago, absolutely. Gosh. One, you were spoiled. And two, but your, you were energy, amazing. your energy mm-hmm. was insane. And you've made that yes. even better than what it already was. And bravo to you guys. I mean, you've had yes, so much yes. recently. You could have been, you know, you could have been a bit like, oh, we've seen, like, you know, some yep. major moments in Chicago, but you were still mm. mega hyped, and thank you so much. Jealous, yeah, very jealous. Yep. If I had a hat on, thank I would you. take it off for you right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I shall salute Gosh. you, but you cannot see me. <laughs> uh, but it's it it. it it's very. It's been a while since I've been this excited for the follow-up dynamite from a pay-per-view, mm. um, as I am right I'm now. And, and I'm always for the next months, let alone yes. dynamite. Yeah, and I'm always excited for dynamite. I mean, we love AEW, but it's mm-hmm. it's a different feeling right now. It's a it's it's hard to explain. It's a different kind of excitement. It's because there's so you're waiting for that next shoe to drop. There's so yeah. many things that could happen so many directions these stories could go oh yeah you're right these woman. next these next few months hmm? <laughs> we signed a woman <laughs> we signed a woman I signed a woman um, <laughs> that should have been the AEW press release was yeah. AEW signed a woman <laughs> AEW signed a woman that everybody knows about I know such good stuff if you want to go get some extra good feelings after you've watched after you've listened to this podcast, go on to What Culture's live stream. And when you get to the bit of Andy Murray and Adam Cleary reacting to Adam Cole and um Ryan Danielson's um debut, you'll have mm-hmm. warm, fuzzy feelings for the rest of the day because they are legitimately yeah. like kids at Christmas. They're like they, they've they... just got the best scale electric ever. Yeah. Oh, like the they did a live toy. stream, right? They did a live yeah. stream for it. Mm-hmm. It's on the now as we're recording, which is Monday. Um, mm-hmm. I think it should still be on whenever you want to go see it. But yeah. when you get to them, um, completely fangirling basically out over the two debuts at the end, it's just warm fuzzy feelings. Warm, warm fuzzy yep. feelings. And also get on YouTube and watch the uh, post-show press conference stuff yeah. with the guys. I've watched some yet. of those. I'm not I watched 
the majority of the, I don't want to go into it, but I watched the majority of Tony Khan and Adam Cole. Mm. Uh, I've seen, I've Adam, seen a clip. Right, mm-hmm. I've seen a clip of that bit. And I've, I've, I retweeted this bit because someone put it up on Twitter and I've retweeted, Tony Khan legit cannot contain his smile. He's really trying just... to hide it, but he just keeps going, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Be professional, be professional, be professional. Like, it, it, like, don't, I begin, don't begin, wait. don't begin, don't <laughs> begin. I had to wait for any minute to, to, for Tony Khan to all of a sudden raise up a sign that says, Adam Cole, baby, like a big sign. <laughs> Oh, you should go. <laughs> 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 oh, like, oh, like you just like you know points out and goes. I don't go, baby. Yes, serious question, serious question, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that whole Q and A segment with him and Adam Cole, I haven't watched all the others yet, but it's definitely worth a watch. I can yeah. say for sure that one. Adam Cole looks so happy. Um, <sighs> And at one point he's asked, no, I'm not going too far into it, but he's asked about the differences between, because he talks about the meeting with yeah. Vince McMahon that he had. Yeah. He talks about the differences between the two owners, and it's it's great. Just hearing his answer on that, uh, it makes you really happy. Not knocking WWE, but it makes you really proud to love AEW because yeah. of the type of owner that we have. And people are all different, uh, but I like this guy. I love Tony Khan. Um, mm-hmm. And you can tell the talent really does too. So uh, yeah. it really feels genuine. Man, all out. AEW killed it. Absolutely killed it. Um, I can't. I can't put it into words as how excited we are for this pay per view. It. It honestly. It, it. And I'll take some more time to simmer on it to think about it. But as we stand right now, I honestly cannot tell you a pay per view I've ever watched in my history of watching wrestling that I came out of it more excited than I was for this show. Yeah. Honestly. And like, I honestly. Loved, like every AEW pay-per-view they've ever done. Yeah. Like from start yeah. to finish, but as a whole card, as a whole pay-per-view, this yeah. is by far like the best. And I just, I, I legit can't believe everything mm. that's happened. I, I keep going back, watching it, going, did Ruby Soho actually debut and win? Like, did, yeah. did that happen? Like, because we've been thinking about this and, like, imagining all these scenarios. Like, between me and you personally and, like, on here, mm-hmm. like, what could happen? And yeah. I think even though we kind of sort of guessed that she was going to debut and sort of guessed that um, mm-hmm. Ryan Danielson was going to debut and maybe Adam Cole was, it still feels massive. It still mm-hmm. feels so huge that confirmation. Like, like I said to you, like the entire CM Punk thing for like the last two years, it kind of like made me kind of like the eternal pessimist of like debuts. It's like, well, he's never going to debut. Then he debuted, and I was like, seriously, can this stuff actually happen? Like, yeah. can we actually get? It, can we get nice things? We can get it, nice things. Yeah. It's like. Before you'd hear things and you're like, yeah, oh, they can't pull that off. Now there's, it literally doesn't feel like there's anything that they can't pull off. Like they there's had, like everything in one night, two after each other, legitimately seconds apart. It's just, it's crazy. It's I, wild. I, I would like to make this statement that I, I think I've made on Twitter, but um, 2021 is the year of AEW, surely. Oh. 
surely. <laughs> the game has changed. Um, the needle has been it, moved. <laughs> yes, that it, it, and I know people. It, and I, I, I find myself guilty of it too. So I can't. I'm not knocking anybody because I myself also look at ratings. I'm not gonna pretend like I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't put it out there a ton. I, I don't retweet ratings all the time yeah. or anything. There occasionally. Yeah, but it, it's it. You know, I, I tend to look at it just to see. I'm, I'm hoping more eyeballs are watching. I want yeah. AEW to succeed on the business side too. Mm-hmm. But it's. But you know, there's sometimes we just gotta strip things away. And watch things as a fan, and yeah, enjoy. Ratings enjoy aside, it. yes, ratings aside, you know, don't worry about one show doing better than the other. Or who's beating who? The ratings. What are you? If watch the show, are you having fun as a fan? And that's mm-hmm. where I want to. I, I guess what I'm saying is, I would I wouldn't be happier if the show. I felt like the show was crap, mm. and we're doing 15 million views a show. Yeah. It, there's a it, it's my enjoyment is much more important than rating success i know rating success is important to aw so therefore i want it to do well mm-hmm. but am i having fun is my enjoyment and i've never had uh, there's hasn't been a time in my life even as a teenager i think uh even during the heydays of wcw where i've had this much fun watching pro mm. wrestling i can honestly say that um, and with so, regards to like what I was yes. saying about the uh, what culture live stream, I've just remembered I tweeted out two pictures of Andy Murray and Adam Cleary reacting to uh, both Adam Cole and um, Brian Danielson, and like I've tweet I, I tweet these pictures, and my tweet basically just said, and you can go and see it because it is there. The way Andy <laughs> Murray and Adam Cleary, and Adam Cleary. to Adam Cole. And Brian Danielson arriving at AEW is just pure joy. This is pro wrestling. This is what it always should be. This is how it should make you feel. I love AEW. Like yes. that is it. Like it should make you feel yeah. happy. It should make you feel like it should take you out of your world for like two hours or three hours or mm-hmm. whatever. It should make you just like what a movie does. And when you go to the cinema and it's all dark and Nothing else is going on outside because you don't know it exists and because it's dark and everything. That's what wrestling should be. Wrestling should yep. escape. It should make you feel happy. You shouldn't have to feel like it's a chore to watch it. You shouldn't have no. to feel like you have to watch it. We do this podcast and I don't go, oh, I've got to watch AEW and then I'm going to talk about it for an hour. Mm-hmm. There's none no. of that. Like, I legit, like, when you messaged me say, saying, can we record it? I was like, yes. When? When can we record? <laughs> like, when can we do it? Now. now Let's now, go now. 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 I've now. just finished. I've just finished. Um, yeah. So, like, we love doing this. It's something that, you know, we enjoy doing. We enjoy watching it. And we can we can say that we don't like stuff in AEW and still love the product. Mm-hmm. It's just because yeah, we want it yeah. to be the best it can be. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, big love and... This it should make you happy. Gosh. It should make you happy, and it should make you hate people that you're meant to hate on there. But overall, it should mm-hmm. make you happy. <laughs> it should, and I, it's it's hard to imagine anybody watching this show and not being happy afterwards. Yeah, um, <sighs> it's just just great. I um, imagine Tony Khan is literally buzzing right now. Yeah, I I, I would imagine he's, he still hasn't gone to sleep. Yeah, um, unless he. 
just now. It's like... I'm pretty sure he's just like scrolling through Twitter going. Uh, he's just floating. He's floating right now. I would be if I was him. Uh, it was hard for me to go to sleep last night, and it's not it's my company. Stay asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard for me to stay asleep. Yeah. Like Christmas morning. Uh, um, I don't even like because it's a Halloween morning for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it was Halloween like the start morning. of October for me. It's the first of October. Giddy, 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 giddy. Horror movie mashup. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. But we uh, would love to hear everybody's thoughts yes. on the show, which I've I've seen a lot of people's thoughts already. I was um, I stayed up so late last night scrolling through Twitter looking at tweets, so I've, I've seen a lot of people's you know reactions to things, but you know, I'd love to to hear your thoughts, man. If you want to throw something in the comments, yeah, just to tell us what you thought of the thoughts. show. Um, what were your reactions I, I, to the debuts? Ooh. <laughs> yes. Wow. What what re, what was your reaction to Adam Page not showing up? Uh, Mine was yeah. Hey. <laughs> I win. Oh. I win. I win. Yeah. I win. So keep a keep an eye out for that. There's no telling what's going to show up on my profile. It starts um, tomorrow. Yeah, so it's officially starting tomorrow, huh? And we're doing yeah. it. Okay. I look forward to it. It's really, gonna last. Really... You got your profile back on Monday. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I can I can handle it. Take it like a man, right? So this can't be too bad. Can't be too bad. Um, <laughs> can't be right. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Don't forget to also remind everybody again, don't forget to check out all of our stuff that comes out. Our Dynamite reviews, Rampage reviews, at topic discussions, Q&As, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Uh, and I, I cannot wait for this week's Dynamite to review this one because I, I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of fallout from, from All Out. Uh, it's going to be fun to talk about. Um also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. All right. So, gosh. All out. It was amazing. Um, for another year. One pay-per-view yeah. left this year. One pay-per-view left. Full gear on the way. Maybe that's where uh, our anxious millennial cowboy takes the title. We'll see. Mm. So thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Not the right Adam. Not Cole Tony Page. Page, man. (laughs) Page. Not a C. It's a P. Cowboy. Not a baby. Not a baby.